What is up, you guys? Welcome back to The Real Life Girl. I'm your host, Bianca, and welcome back. It's a brand new week, and today I really wanted to talk about updates that have been going on in my life, how life has been, and just have a casual talk. And I just kind of love days like this where I can just debrief, decompress, and really just be fully transparent with y'all. It is currently 8 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to start getting ready for work soon. And I kind of wanted to start by just talking about work. It has been very, very good. Um, I have been working. Well, it's, it's actually funny. I would always like tell my mom. I'd be like, I'm never working. I'm never getting a job until I like absolutely need to. But now I'm like a workaholic. I feel like I'm a workaholic. I just love working. I love my team that I work with. And it's just awesome to be able to like lead. That's just like one of like the best things for me personally. I've also been in a place where I'm trying to figure out what the best routine is for just my daily life. Like what is the best time to work out? What is the best time to podcast and just do little things? Um, I am currently still in school. And so just being a full-time student and working, like I've been asked by peers of mine, would that be something I recommend? And I think it's it's not for everyone. It's definitely not for the faint of heart. I feel like you definitely have to be super, super disciplined in the fact that like you just need to have the motivation to like get up when you don't want to and to just like do the stuff that you need to do that you're obligated to do and fulfill your responsibilities. And I like even now I struggle because I'm like, oh my gosh, doing school and working is so hard. And I'm like, I feel for single moms who are in school and working full time. Like that is so, so much. And I don't even have kids. So that's just something that I think about a lot of just thinking like, okay, well, I need to be able to just do these certain things. And I think it does help to just like plan out certain time slots of just being like, okay, this is the time that I'm going to do work. And this is the time that I'm going to do school. And I have not been super consistent in school recently. And I just now caught up with like just so much because I feel like I'm a workaholic, but now I'm back on track. And so now I'm like really learning time management. Overall, I do feel like being a working student has really helped in time management. I fully believe that if you don't understand time management, how to manage your time, it's just something that you'll very much struggle with if you don't learn it early. And like in school, I I love school. I feel like I could do school forever. But when I was actually going to school, it was so hard because I would wait until the last possible day to do projects to just like do stuff and I wasn't like super tight or consistent on deadlines and now I'm the kind of person that like everything goes in my planner everything goes in my calendar and that's just like what it is and so it's just been really nice to be able to plan stuff and then actually stick with it I'm in my home office and I have a board it's a whiteboard that says this week and I literally get to plan out my week and so every day I'll just look at that thing and be like okay I have this today I have this And then I can just kind of set the tone for the day. And so finding that balance is hard. But I think if you really work with yourself on planning stuff and doing things, then it's really cool. So I'm a big social media person and I love Instagram. If you follow me on Instagram, I share my daily life on stories like every day. 
And I've been thinking a lot about who I follow on social media. I am someone who has always been very intentional with who I follow. I don't want to follow people who are going to lead me to stumble in life, who are going to lead me to just not do the best things. So when I do follow creators, Christian content creators, like that is something that I just look toward and I just love it. But there were some people in the last couple weeks that I felt like I was really comparing my life to. And when someone says that social media is not real life, I kind of disagree, but I do understand it in the sense that like, I never want to be at home crying, going through the worst time and then comparing myself to someone's highlight reel. Like that, in that sense, I feel like it's fake. But in the event that... I am just really sharing what I'm going through on social media. I feel like that's authentic and real. I don't know. That's always been my thought process. And so I noticed that throughout my life, like even just like little small moments, I would always compare my life to what I saw certain content creators posting and just being like, okay, would she wear this? Would she do this? Would she go through this situation and after a while it got so toxic and like there were there are just a few creators that I have in mind that I'm like I just had to unfollow them not because I hate them not because I don't like them or their content truly love them I don't dislike anyone but there are people I feel I can deal with in real life I but I just can't on social media like that has always just been like like a thing of mine is just like I feel like when it comes to social media like some people can just be so ignorant sometimes and really really much not being aware of what they post and so in that sense when I am like on social media I always am so careful I'm like okay what is this person like it's not like I do like a whole like FBI investigation I don't but if I see them just like doing stuff and then I, I don't know, I like the way I'm saying this, I feel like it, it sounds judgmental, but I feel like someone with the same thought process may understand what I'm saying. And so in that sense, I always try to be so, so careful and intentional with who I'm following on social media. And the moment that I start like comparing myself to someone on Instagram, on TikTok, I'm like out because I just can't like I that's just an unhealthy thing and I never want to get to a place where I'm trying to make my life you know as much as possible as as someone else's I kind of went through a deja vu experience earlier this week so I used to watch these it's like a like a what is it like a duo creator so it's like a two-person page and they were super cute. I would like always watch their vlogs on YouTube and whatever. And I did that for like a year. And then after a while, I was like, wait, I feel like they're being super just like fake in the sense that they're not being authentic in what they share and post and like what their daily life is. So I unfollowed them. And then I just like, I never like, you know, watched them or whatever. And then a year, not even a year later, I don't know, but just this week, literally, I went back on their page. I was like, oh. And I really saw just like how high my expectations were for social media. Cause I was like, wait, they're just normal people. And like, you know, I stopped 
trying to compare my situation to them comparing like my relationship with like my family with them like I hope people who watch me on YouTube and who listen to my podcast are not comparing themselves to me because everyone is so different in the fact that like everyone has their own experiences everyone has their own like family issues so I never want someone to like look at how I interact with like my sister or my mom and be like that needs to be my relationship with my mom and my sister because like no everyone's situation is so different and so from that I took that little like discovery that I made and I thought like if I just stop comparing myself to whoever else I'm seeing on social media who I don't really know in person like I feel like I could live such a more like happier life in the sense that like I can just do what works for me and that's another thing a feeling like you need to see someone do exactly what you want to do so that you feel validated and I'll give you a perfect example So I wanted to do online school for the longest time and that was just something that I wanted to do and I would tell like my friends this I'd be like I want to go online and whatever and then I finally did it and for a while I felt kind of like super out of place because I'd be like wait like I don't really like this or like not that I don't like it but I I love it I love being online but just in the sense of like I feel weird because I don't see anybody else doing this And then I remember seeing a creator that I follow saying like, oh yeah, I also do online school. And it took that for me to feel validated. And I never want to fully be at that place where in order for me to do what's best for me and what works for me in my situation is that I have to have someone in my life that also does the same thing. So I like to say this as a little lesson is to never be afraid of figuring out what works for you and sticking to that. Just because it works for somebody else doesn't mean it has to work for you and vice versa. Like everyone has their own situations and their own thought processes. And so I feel like when it comes to social media, that's when I'm kind of like, okay, deciding what's real and what's not. And it's it's just really helped to just know like everyone you follow on social media is a real person with real issues and they don't cry on camera but they definitely do cry so just be aware of that and like when I am I'm like oh and it like like what I'm seeing suddenly makes sense a couple weeks ago I had really bad health anxiety and I call it health anxiety because it's just anxiety over health and I am a completely healthy person like thank the Lord. And I'm like, I'm so incredibly grateful for that. But I was still just having so much anxiety over that. I'm like, you know, if if I'm the, like, if I get sick or I feel something coming on, like in my throat or whatever, I don't know if that's TMI, but I'm just like, something's immediately going to happen to me. And then I start just like worrying about it over and over and over again. And so I felt like that. So I went to the doctor, got some blood tests. I also got an allergy test done because I've just had like eczema on my skin, on my face, and it's just one of those things that I'm like, I should at least get tested. Also because I've heard horror stories of people just saying like, I've had the worst skin or I've had really bad acne. And the reason why is because they were eating something that they didn't even know that they were allergic to. So I was like, yep, I have to order an allergy test. So once I did, everything came back perfectly fine. I fasted um, overnight and then like the first part of the morning for it and it was it was really fine really low maintenance got my results back in about a month and it was like perfect and I just like having that result I was like (sighs) and I felt much more at ease the only thing which is not a bad thing but I'm allergic to shrimp and literally that 
like week that I got my results, I had shrimp twice that week. And my doctor was like, you can go into shock. So you better be carrying an EpiPen with you and just stay away from shrimp. I was like, you got it. And that was just like, you know, really good. But the fact that I was able to get that awakening, I was like, okay, like this is good. And so I think any time that you're really feeling anxious about just like irrational things, not that health is, just always try to get that confirmation. And even like when I am having anxious thoughts about say like work or school or just like something in life in general, I always just like to have a talk with like my mentor or my parents and just be like, I've been feeling anxious about this. What are your recommendations or what is your thought on that? And it's just like asking people for their thoughts, asking people for their insights on things in my situation has always just really helped because it's like, helped me not to be so just crazy about a lot of the things that I've been going through because I've been anxious about certain things that I'm like wait and after I tell someone about it I'm like it's not a big deal and so I always love getting constructive criticism and learning to take criticism well is still something I wrestle with but just having someone speak into your situation and maybe praying over it just it like it really helps and so just having that was like such a game changer so i felt this way for the longest time in the sense that i just love taking care of myself and i'll get into detail because when i say that i think people are like duh like that's normal but i so i was talking to my mom the other day and i was like mom i just feel like i just love getting dressed up every day like i love the heels i love like putting extra effort into my hair, into my nails, that just feels right to me. And I thought to myself, I'm so grateful to be a girl because if I wasn't a girl, I, like I don't know what I'd do. <laughs> and I'm being so for real. Like I just love just putting in the effort into like even like my space, like into my room, making it pretty, into my home office, making it nice, and just like doing stuff that I love to do. And that's where I want to encourage you guys because to me, I need to just put on makeup and like curl my hair and do my nails. That is what's going to help me at the end of the day. That's what's going to help me just get into a good mental space of like, okay, I just need to do this. And that's what just helps me be me. And so whatever it is that you need to do to get through your day, whether that's like getting your nails done, having an iced coffee, like, and that's another thing where I was always so afraid of like my style being basic, like, oh, I don't want to be too much of a girly girl to be basic. And what I have to say to that is like, who even cares? There's so many girly girls out there and I am one of them. And I just, I love having my purse. I love my heels. I love dresses. Like that is always me. And I am a chronic overdresser. Like there have been occasions where it's like, a football game and I wear a dress I do not care y'all like it's just stuff that I have to do for me and I love that and like I hate that there are people who will shame you for that I had so many girlfriends of mine who would be like you are such a girly girl you're so basic it's like what do you want me to act like a boy like I just cannot so whatever it is that you need to do whether that's just taking a shower at the end of the day doing your skincare and then sitting in your bed with like some freshly brushed teeth, if that's what's going to help you move into the next day and so forth, then so freaking be it. Like do the things that you need to do to just get into a good mental space. That's always helped me. And just 
taking out the shame from it because there are so many things that we'll have to deal with in life. And if that's the thing that'll keep you going, then it'll keep you going. I went through a big part of my life, probably for like two or three months, where I just felt really guilty for not having everything perfect. And like, I just sometimes will feel like everything needs to be aesthetic everything needs to like fit the color scheme that I want it to be and like realistically coming to you as the least aesthetic person ever I felt like everything I had to wear had to be perfect like just my life and now I'm like I'm just looking around at my office like I love the way that I put it up together but there are some days where I just don't have aesthetic days in here. There are days where this place is a dump and that's just how it is. And so I've even like gone through like, and I feel like that's why a lot of the time I like tell my therapist, I'm like, dude, this is just something that is such a big wrestle for me. And I want to speak to any person who is struggling to really embrace the imperfectness of life because there are days where I've just had a meltdown and I've just had to stop and like, think for a second and just like really breathe really just like not think about anything else of just instead of just like how to get out of that moment and so when it comes to just things that I feel are less aesthetic to go through I'm like oh my gosh I'm crying this is not something this person would do and it goes back to the social media thing of like not everyone is no one's perfect y'all Like, don't for a second think that I'm perfect. Don't for a second think that I don't have tough days, that I don't cry, that I don't do weird, disgusting things. Because I do. Like, I I told you, I'm the least aesthetic person ever. I, I feel like I have a good sense of style. I feel like I have a good wardrobe and a good personality. But there are days where I'm just like, I look gross. There are days where I just don't have it together. And that is oh freaking K. Embrace that. I feel like now so many people are trying to like embrace like the the like perfect mindset of like everything in my life is like color coordinated and everything is like nice shades of brown and nice shades of like white and like whatever it is and everything in my life is so aesthetically pleasing and it's like I kind of hate that everyone is like acting like this is normal because it's not and so when it comes to just imperfect days that I have tiring days I'm just like you know what it is what it is and I just you know I'm not going to change the way that I am just because of like what I see on social media again like I don't ever want anyone to think that I am perfect like I'm literally saying this to you I am not like I'm the least aesthetic person and so I just don't want anyone to ever feel like they have to fit into the norm, you know? I think now people are really getting into the mindset of like, okay, I'm just different and that's what it is and I love that. Like, I just want to reduce the need to feel like you need to be like everyone else when you really just need to be like you. So I I hope that's making sense because I'm really just getting all this stuff out there. It's like a huge mind dump. I was talking with my mom this morning about marriage and she's like, first of all, why are you even thinking of that? But let's get into it. So I was listening to the Whoa That's Good podcast hosted by Sadie Robertson Huff and I love that girl. I think she's amazing and I follow her on Instagram. So I just, I love keeping up with her and her and her husband, Christian, were saying on this podcast that they don't think it's necessarily bad to get married young and how they've both had siblings who've gotten married at 
18 and 19 and that it works for some people and it doesn't work for others. And I started thinking, I'm like, do I agree with that and do I not? And I honestly do. I feel like if you have your stuff together in the sense that like you have good financial stability, you have the resources to move out and really get married to a person that is like a really good godly man, I think that's like good. And if your family supports that, if your church family is with you, I think it's great. So in that sense, I'm like, would this even happen in my own life? And I've talked about singleness countless times. I feel like I never shut up about it. And I've thought like, even if this isn't my story, because I fully believe that if you are dating someone that you are dating to get married, like date intentionally, date with a purpose, date with a goal in mind, date with, you know, trying to get to know this person, etc. And so I've always thought, do I want to date at this age? Do I want to date when I'm young? Like whatever. Honestly, I think I do. Like, and I've heard from many people, like dating as a teen is not the wisest thing because, you know, you're not necessarily, not that you're not, well, you aren't old enough to get married or you don't have the resources to. And that kind of contradicts us to what I said of like dating intentionally. I feel like it's, it works for some people and it doesn't, you know, if you like, I don't think a failed relationship is a waste of time. And I've heard people say that of like, oh my gosh, I dated that guy and it was such a waste of time. And no, it wasn't. Like you got to know him. You got to know the kind of person that he was and what you potentially want and do not want in a future relationship. I, I, that's what I look at everything. To me, failure does not exist. So when I hear women say that, I'm like, like, I kind of just want to be like, no, that's not the truth. And so I thought about like, because also a lot of women in my family were married before they were like 20 and some of my like uncles and, you know, father figures in my life. And so I'm like, I do think that with the things that I've accomplished, the things that I've done and the kind of person that I am, that maybe I could get married like in my 20s. I don't know. But I think I was really trying to figure all this out. And I thought, why am I trying to figure all this out instead of literally just trusting God? And this has also helped a lot. Um, I've been reading a book called Not Part of the Plan, Trusting God with the Twists and Turns of Your Story by Kristen Clark and Bethany Beal. They are the co-founders of Girl Defined Ministries, and I've been following them for years. I love the podcast. I love their books, and their resources are absolutely phenomenal. And I've thought about Bethany's story um, in her, in this book, um, you know, co-authored by them both. She talks about her journey through singleness and not getting married until she was 30. And now she is married with two kids. And it's just the most inspiring story of just like waiting on God, of waiting on God's timing and just understanding that God knows what's best. And now as a person who I like to see everything on pen and paper and everything finalized and I like everything to be official, I've learned to just look to God to order my steps and I've even gotten frustrated and I've, I've talked about this numerous times where like if I see girls my age being in relationships and I'm like, oh my gosh, I want that. And then I start thinking to myself like, you know what? I just need to let the Lord order my steps. And that's what I want to say to any girl. If, if you're struggling financially, if you're struggling spiritually, romantically, trust that the Lord will order your steps. And just this book has been awesome. And I'll link it down below in case you want to give it a read. It's available literally everywhere. And I, I love I love physical copies of the book, but it's really just talking about when life just doesn't turn out the way that you always imagined. 
and the way that you expected. And so this book is just perfect. It really made me ask some like really good questions and it was absolutely amazing. One last thing before I conclude this episode. And so yesterday I was at my grandma's house and I she's just like my best friend. And so um, I was just like having a bite to eat at her dinner table. And I remember sitting down and I just saw this note and I had written it to myself like months ago and maybe I like left it there or something. It was a physical note and it said, even if it's not near, prepare yourself. And I just, I... I was kind of shocked for a second because I knew that was from the Lord. I knew that God was just telling me like, whatever it is that you think you desire, that you, that you eventually know that you want, prepare yourself for it. And I thought to myself, I've prayed so, so much for just a good guy. And now I'm like, wait, (laughs) like, even if it's not near, even if I don't get married until I'm like 80, like, I think I should prepare myself still. And so that's caused me to just like find really good mentorship, find really good friends and just people who are ultimately going to guide me and lead me to the place that I need to go. And that's where I think that having a good circle around you, whether that's a combination of friends and family or it's just friends or just family, I think that that is so important. Just having friends who genuinely encourage you and lift you up and support you in like when it's appropriate like I mean I think that that's perfect and also just having a group of people around you that are gonna give you some tough love when it's like necessary and that's just been the best thing for me is just to have friends that I can that can tell me straight up like girl you're being psycho or girl you need some help and that is so important to me because I've had friends who just were too uncomfortable to tell me the truth And then when I kind of like had a moment where like I kind of looked at myself, I'd been like, wait, why hasn't anyone told me that? And so just going through this season of preparing for what it is like that I want, that has been so helpful is to just have people that I can look up to that can give me resources and who can truly guide me the way that I want to go. Those are some life updates. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode of just talking and casually chatting If you agreed, disagreed, either way, I'd love to hear your feedback. And one way that you can help me out is by rating this show with a five-star review. This really does help other people to discover the podcast and to get to know us and our community a lot more. And so if that is something that you could just take five seconds to do, I would very much appreciate it. Okay, girl, I will see you guys in the next episode.